I can't quite picture Batman as uh, as Dick Cheney, but hmm. we'll see. I think it might be a little political. You, you know, I, I can't see why. I can't see why. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not at all. All right. It's time for the first annual Fanboy and Know-It-All Fantasy Movie Awards Season Draft. Yay! <laughs> I'm going to need, no, we're going to need to retake that one, Paul. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I, was, I was enthusiastic. I was just That's I was the just best stunned. enthusiasm I'm going to get out of you at 7 in the morning. 7 in the morning, that is really true. All right. Let's do. I this. was just surprised by the air drums. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, I try things. It doesn't always work. What is up, my nerds? Welcome inside pop culture with fanboy know it all. I'm Jake. I'm Paul. Welcome back inside our crazy brains. Uh, if you could not have deduced from the epic football music intro <laughs> and the really long title for the first annual. Pop culture with fanboy and know it all. <laughs> Fantasy, Fantasy movie award season draft. Correct. Uh, you know, boy, that is a really unwieldy name, isn't it? Yeah. We're gonna have to figure out something else. Or for just that. go with it. At the same time, you yeah. Know, some, some, maybe there, there's a clever maybe there's a charm to that. Maybe there is. I don't know. You know, like what does BAFTA mean, anyways? What does BAFTA? We're mean? gonna ask Paul what BAFTA means, and hopefully he knows. I, it's British <laughs> something something. Paul, something. you're you're the professional movie reviewer here. You you're, would think you're I the would one know. that brings this hook. I'll, I'll know it by to the, the time show. We actually talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> but what we thought was, you know. We are coming into the fall and winter seasons, right? We just actually stepped into fall. And and I'll actually have a really important and crazy thing related to fall uh, coming up in the most least important thing. But, you know, this is when, like, the Oscar bait starts to roll out. Correct. Sure, we've had some that have already hit theaters in the past few months over the course of 2018. Right, right. But... It's like this October to December time frame. It's a crush. Yeah. It is a crush of Oscar bait movies around this time of year. And uh, this is th- – we really felt like this was an opportune time because if you're anything like Jake and I, I'm sure that you have your own fantasy football teams going. And Or you at least know somebody – who is annoying you because they do. telling you everything. Oh, my goodness. You Jimmy Garoppolo got injured, yeah. and now what am I going to do? And people who talk about fantasy football all the time are really annoying. But we are not going to talk about fantasy football today. We're just going to be talking about these movies. And, and it really is a good time to draft because I, even as a professional movie critic, I have not seen most of these movies. So we're all sort of coming into this blind. We're looking at these movies from sort of a fresh eye. Uh, movies that could be nominated, maybe movies that have already rolled out that could be nominated, um, and we're just going to be 
selecting a few of these to uh, to go head to head with. Yeah, and so uh, we're pretty excited about that because yeah. I think it's going to provide some interesting fodder. You know, we're not just doing a we're not just going to rank these bad boys. We're going to have to do a draft. And for those of you not familiar with like a fantasy football draft. Uh, it's okay because this isn't going to be exactly like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But we're gonna we're gonna pick a roster of five films each, and once a film comes off the board, it's off the board. Correct. You gotta you gotta go to another film. You can't have that on your roster. That's right. That's and right. If you select Incredibles two, I cannot pick that. Paul can't touch it, and and so um, there's that. But then Paul, can you break down? The scoring system for us. Okay, so the scoring system is a little bit complicated. We'll actually probably write this all out in the in the blog so that you have a good idea. We, w- we and, will do that. And by the way, but if you guys closely. want to draft your own fantasy movie team, we encourage you to do that. You can pick movies that, that Jake and I pick. You can follow along. It might be just kind of fun, an interesting way to keep in touch with the uh, movie season. Not that you need any encouragement to do that, but... You know, but if you needed some... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you guys won't be bound by the same, like, if it's off the draft board. Exactly. We can't hold you to that. No. You know, you're not here in the room with us. It's not fair. We're picking, like, you know, well before you. So, right. uh, leave it in a comment on the blog, leave it in the Facebook group, hit us up on the Twitter. And and let your picks be known. Yeah, yeah. And we'll get we'll get them in there. All right. So here's the breakdown. And what we're doing, you I'll may- be making a spreadsheet. Actually, <laughs> I know. So you like, know. you guys get those picks in on the twits on the twitters. Oh yeah. Or on could, the blog, I'll put those into a spreadsheet. That's actually a great idea. Yeah. Seriously, if you want to do that, we'll, we'll track just, it along. We'll have a league of our own. A league of our own. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So so the movies that we pick, they, it's just going to be sort of. Whatever nominations and Oscars and awards these these movies pick up, it's going to count toward our total. We're not right. we're not choosing best actor, best actress. We're just choosing these films and whatever awards that they rack in counts toward our total. Yeah. So just like if you picked up Michael Jordan in exactly. a fantasy draft, if he hits a three pointer, you get those three points. If he hits a two pointer, you get those two points. If he has a free throw, you get that one point. Exactly. If he gets an assist, you get that half point. Yep. And since this is sort of based on fantasy football, we're going to go with fantasy football type of points. Okay. So, so okay. So here's the breakdown, Jake, just to let you know if you have any problems, push back. But the Oscars, obviously the big dog. You know, every award season leads toward the Oscars. So that that's going to have a little bit more pop, a little bit more oomph in our final standings. Um, six points for an Oscar win. Six. And we're giving a safety, essentially, for every Oscar nom. Mm. Two points for every Oscar nomination that that a movie picks up. So... Dig it. Yeah. Yeah. So if Leave No Trace racks up 14 Oscar nominations and I have it, that's 28 points for me, Buster. Yep. So we go down the list. There's a few other fairly high-profile awards Programs or, or, you know, awards banquets that we want to pay attention to. The other one, the other ones, uh, BAFTA, which, by the way, Jake, mm-hmm. stands for the British Academy of Film and Television Arts. There you go. So that will be the uh, British version of the Oscars. That counts for three points for the win, one point for a nomination. Screen Actors Guild, often called SAG. SAG. Three points for the win, one point for the nomination. And Golden Globes, 
three points for a win, one point for the nom. Um, and then we have a f- several other awards type of things that are going on. We're doing uh, I I think we should include some critic societies. All right. New York Critic Society, sort of a big deal. One point for a win there. Los Angeles Critic Society, one point for a win there. National Society of Film Critics will also be one point. And then we're also throwing in the Directors and Producers Guilds. Ooh. They will also count for one point per win. One point per win. So there you have it. You have essentially nine awards things that we're actually going to be looking for. We're not going to go way down the list. We're not giving awards for raspberries. We're not giving the Razzies. We're not giving uh, awards for, you know, the Duluth Film Critics Society. We're not even giving awards for plugged-in awards, which I protest, but what can you do? What can you do? Nope. Can't do anything. So that's what we've got for you. Yeah, you can't. What do, do you think of that, that? Those rules there. I right? like those rules just fine. All righty, yeah. all righty. So it's about time to uh, to draft, don't you think? And, and I think it's about time to draft, Paul. And you know what? We should have. How do we? How are we going to randomize this draft order? <laughs> are we going to do serpentine? Um, we should do you know serpentine. What? Flip the mouse pad. Flip the Max Payne mouse pad. Okay. Uh, I'll call it in the air. Okay. Heads. Oh, that was a terrible oh. flip. Garbage flip. Uh, no, no, no. I call for a reflip. Just you, because you spun just that because, sideways. Just because you don't get what you wanted doesn't mean. No, I called that before it even landed. All right, all right. Well, Give it a good flip. That was a spin. That it was literally just spinning sideways. Give it a flip. You know, this is getting off to a very, very bad start when you're complaining about the coin flip. The, well, all right, here we go. There we go. What a flip. What do we got? What do we got? Heads. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, just let the record show. Yeah. I called a bad flip before it turned up tails on the first. You know the first thing. So you're totally lame, Jake. You cheat. You've already cheated. I have cheated. Not at all. All right. Uh, all right. So are we doing serpentine? So you pick first, and yes. then I pick second and third. Right? Yeah. Sir, let's go. <laughs> We're just two guys, but let's go serpentine. <laughs> let's. Let's, let's Next year we it. need to we need to get more people involved. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we're getting people involved now, but like, yeah, yeah. As as we go, we'll just get yeah. them. In, we'll get them in live. If you if you guys win next season, we'll get you in on the dra- the live draft next year. Oh, wouldn't that be fun? Yeah, that'd You'll be join fun. us on the show and do the live draft if you win this 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 year. So <laughs> you can really get into inside our crazy brains. That would yeah. be almost a frightening experience. All right. Here we go, uh, Paul. I'm. Uh, I'm gonna. I got. A, I got a big first pick here. All right. I got a big first pick here, and I, and it's a film that I haven't seen yet because uh, I don't think a lot of people have seen yet because I don't think it's out yet. <laughs> uh, but this one is Oscar bait for sure. For sure. For sure. And I'm gonna with my first pick of the 2018 pop culture with fanboy and know it all fantasy movie awards season draft. <laughs> Jake is selecting. I'm glad you know said it all. Is selecting <laughs> Damien Chazelle's First Man. Oh, I think this one. I think oh, it could get a whole host yeah. of things. Damien Chazelle. 
he's going to get a best director nod and like in a lot of different places. Sure. I, I got to believe it. I think it's going to be up for a best feature film if the buzz is anything to say. Ryan Gosling is Neil Armstrong. Um, you got Jason Clark, Kyle Chandler, Lucas Haas, Claire Foy, who could all get supporting nods. Oh, Claire nods. Foy. She's almost a lot yeah. already, I yeah, think. They're, they're going to get supporting nods. And depending on how this film looks, like it could have great music. It could have great production design. It could have great... Uh, you know, visual effects. This really Best adapted screenplay. This makes me furious, actually, because that really is a very good pick. Because you're right, this is one of those... This is one of those movies that could pick up awards in just so many different categories. You you really think that it could have a lot of technical awards that usually superhero movies and Star Wars movies pick up because it takes place in space. Right. You know? Yep. That's sort of a key thing. Yep. And, you know, the other thing is it already has quite a bit of buzz because of some some (laughs) controversy. (laughs) People are going to be talking about it. They're already talking about it. It's not even out yet. Yeah, Ryan Gosling is a really pretty talented actor, even though sometimes when I first saw Ryan Gosling in Drive, I think Mm. it was, I thought he has the range of, you know, your fairly talented turnip because it was just sort of this very steady role that he was doing, and he didn't show any emotion whatsoever during the entire movie. But turns out the guy can act a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I personally still haven't seen him do a whole lot of range, but I know other people have. I just haven't followed Ryan Gosling. Ryga, yeah. Rygaz, as we Rygaz. call him. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we call him that all the time. Yeah, you know, so there you go. All right, Paul, number two. Paul, with the number two pick of the 2018 Pop Culture with Fanboy Know-It-All Fantasy Movie Awards season draft. <laughs> I am going to pick. I'm actually kind of glad. Although, first man, pretty strong pick. My pick is stronger. I'm glad you didn't go this way. Let's let's see it. A Star is Born. A Star is Born. This is a movie I'm actually seeing tonight. Okay. Um, So I'll see if it's in Hopefully you won't regret it. So apparently in Venice or something like that, they have all these awards shows that that, uh, these, these... Award festivals that go on in in uh, in Europe and and apparently the stars a star is born received like an eight minute standing ovation in Venice which doesn't mean really anything other than people really liked it in Venice yeah but the rumor is is that this is going to rack up a ton a ton of potential nominations uh, Bradley Cooper stars yep he knows a little something bait. yeah exactly Lady Gaga. Bait. Lady Gaga is supposed to be amazing in this thing. Yeah. So who knows whether she is or not. I, I find it a little ironic, actually, that in all these movies, this is the third version of Star is Born, mm. right? The first one starred Judy Garland. Okay. second one, Barbara Streisand. Now we've got Lady Gaga. None of these Star is Born versions actually birthed a star. All mm. these people were stars way before they actually well, there you go. Ironic. But That's ironical. That's ironical. So it's also Bradley Cooper's first attempt at directing. Um, he could pick up an Oscar in the directing category. I don't think there's going to be a lot of special effects awards in the offing here, but I think we will see a lot of buzz for a lot of different awards. I and think that it could it could pick up seven to ten Oscar nominations yeah. pretty easy. I think. Yeah, I think this could be a this could be a nom magnet, even yes. if it's maybe not a win. Maybe if it doesn't get all the W's. Um, See, and that's the thing. You know, it, it'll be interesting to see. This is the very first time we've ever done this. As far as I know, it's the first time anybody's ever done it with yeah. this scoring system. So 
I don't really know how this is going to shake out. Is yeah, are nominations going to be more important than wins ultimately? Right. What's going to happen? I'm excited to find out. All right, Paul, you since we're doing serpentine here. Oh yeah, so I get to go you get again. the third pick of the 2018 okay. Pop Culture with Fanboy and well, Know It All me... Fantasy Movie Award Season Draft. <laughs> All right, let me look at my look at, let me look at my draft board here. Yeah, let, let, do I have for all two films that have for all two <laughs> films that have come off? There's a lot of stuff the here. Board. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, so, you can have 15 more seconds to look at your draft board, well, thank and I'll you. provide some color commentary. What we see here is fanboy at his computer. It's a it's a small 13 inch MacBook. Uh, it's silver and gray, uh, black keyboard. He's he's. His lips are pursed. He's tapping his lips. His glasses are on. He wears Izod, for those of you that <laughs> care to know. Uh, and, you know, uh, like, I, there's, there's really okay. so many different ways he could go with this pick, but it looks like he's coming to the okay. microphone. So here's, here's one of the problems because I could. Uh, all right. So I, I've got a pick that I want to make, but mm. I'm hoping that it'll last until the next round. So, right. so for right now, I'm going to go with, ironically, in the third pick of this draft, the favorite. The favorite. The favorite. Have you heard of the favorite? I haven't. So I feel like you could have uh, now in hindsight you <laughs> yeah. could have let this one go <laughs> till the next round. So the favorite is about crazy Queen Anne. It's played by this very famous, well-known British actress. So there could be some BAFTAs in the work here, named Olivia Coleman. Mm. Um, she plays crazy Queen Anne. She looks in the trailers like she is going to be. Really crazy. crazy. Yeah. But it also stars Rachel Weitz and Emma Stone. So what? yeah, it's it's gonna be sort of an interesting thing. Now here's here's sort of the flip side of this. It's getting a lot of buzz. People really like it who have seen it. We have not seen it, of course, but people who have seen it think it's really pretty pretty great. But the guy who directed it is the same guy who directed like really strange movies like uh, like The Lobster. Oh, yeah, so there's there's some weird. Um, it, he's not exactly the most accessible director yeah. in the world, and so because of that, he might just be a little bit too out there. But doesn't that a bit? I mean, this plays into my bias about award seasons, and that the award season in general is that. I feel like it's the least accessible films that tend to get a lot of love. Well, and that's the thought. The Shape of Water. I mean, how accessible was that? You never know. You, you never, never know, know about these movies. So, yeah, the guy who, who directs it, by the way, his name is Yorgos Lanthimos, I believe is his name. Let's hope, you, Paul, for your sake, that you're hearing his name a lot this award season <laughs> and you learn how to pronounce it. For my sake, yes. Let's hope. Let's hope. It's, it's probably pronounced George. Yeah, probably. Um, all right. So that means I get the fourth and fifth pick. Fourth and fifth pick. Of the 2018 Pop Culture with Fanboy and Know-It-All Fantasy Movie Award Season Draft. Very nice. Have you already memorized that? I have. Uh, and so with these two picks, I think I'm going to clean up. Oh, no. I mean, I, mean, I feel like Paul... He he went. I think he went a little too niche. Yeah, you with know your what? Picks. So I know uh, exactly what you're going to pick, and I knew I should have picked it up. I don't know why. Yeah, if this is the one that you were going to say, and you didn't, like, you know what? Shame on you <laughs> for thinking that this would make it past my next two picks. All right, all I'm right, picking Black Panther. Oh! Yeah, 
yeah, this thing is going to pick up. Now this could now this could be very much like uh, uh, the one you were a star is born, right? Where it's a numb magnet and doesn't get as many wins, right. sort of like right. uh, the Dark Knight. Back in 08, where it's like, yeah, I got a lot of noms, but didn't get a lot of wins. Yeah. Or the Lord of the Rings movies, you know, that didn't clean up until the last one came out. But Black Panther is going to get a ton of nominations. It's, I mean, I, I, I got to think it's a lock to get a nom for Best Feature Film, to get a nom for Best Director, for Best Original Music Score, yeah. for Best Costume Design, uh, I didn't even think for Best about Supporting music Actor. For best production design, which used to be called best art direction, mm-hmm. like so, support visual actor, effects. Like you, you are thinking, you are thinking. I think Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan is yeah. going to be. Yeah, I honestly like he's the strength of that movie in my. Opinion. He was quite good in that movie. Yeah, as good as everybody else was. Yeah. It, actually, you know, it could easily get a best supporting actress for um, Suri. She was fantastic. Oh, too. she was tremendous. She was. Really she was great. also, you know, yeah. a, a jewel in that film. So well, I think this thing is going to rake in nominations, and I, th- I bet it's going to get a couple of dubs. Yeah, I, I think Ruth Carter. She's going to get the dub for best costume. Design. Well, see, now you've put me in a bad position because I'm going to be rooting. You know, being a superhero guy, I'm yeah. going to be rooting for Black Panther to do well. But now. All of a sudden, my allegiances are split because yeah. I don't want you to do well. Black Panther, yes. You, no. But I, I do think that when you talk about the, the pedigree of Black Panther, Disney's actually putting a lot of money into their Oscar campaign. Right. And, and it was helmed by Ryan Coogler, who has a lot of, a lot of cred in terms of making really strong movies. He, yeah. was, he was the guy behind Creed. He was the guy behind Fruitvale Station, which I think we both saw and we both really liked, right? I didn't see that. But, oh, never mind. But, I really liked it. I yeah, thought it was I heard good, good things. Yeah, and so you have you have some this is going to be a really interesting year for a movie like Black Panther because I've been whining for the last couple of years that that these movies, these superhero movies can be pretty pretty good. Yeah. But they never get any recognition. Black Panther may crack that and I think deservedly so. Yeah. I think this is the year for it and so I'm glad I can't believe that made it out of the top Three and landed to me at number four. You know, I'm I'm actually like legitimately ecstatic at this point. You know, I I was actually thinking I I better just throw Jacob Bone. You know, <laughs> oh that's what it was. <laughs> that's what it was. I just, right. I was just trying to be nice. Oh man, though, I it makes me sad to see it go off the board. Okay, all right. Okay, your next pick with the fifth pick of. The 2018 Pop Culture with Fanboy Know It All Fantasy Movie Awards Season Draft. Know It All selects Beautiful Boy. Ooh, Beautiful very Boy. Interesting. Yeah, I think, again, I think this is, when you look at, you know, when this is coming out, you know, it's limited release, right? It's Steve Carell, when he goes dramatic, he gets those awesome, he gets those award nods, you know? And we're, we're unite, reuniting him with Office co-star Amy Ryan. Like, so I think about their chemistry together. I think that's going to land her a Best Supporting Actress nod. Timothy Chalamet. I mean, I, I haven't even seen this movie yet. It could be Best Actor for Chalamet and Best Supporting for Steve or vice versa. Or maybe both for both. I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm hoping to see it. Uh, I'm planning on seeing it. But I think all of them are going to get nods in one of the, in a Best Actor or Supporting Actor, Actress role. I think it's going to get a Best Story and Screenplay. Hmm. I, I mean, these are just guests. Yeah. And a best, a best Writing Adapted Screenplay. One of those two. I don't know. 
Uh, yeah, probably the buzz adapted, I'm, I think. Yeah, yeah, all the buzz I'm hearing is that this is the movie that's here to punch you in the heart. The heart uh, groin. The heart groin? The heart groin. Yes. And... <laughs> Having seen the movie, it does punch you right in the heart groin. I think it's I think it's going to ra- rack in the nominations. <laughs> that is that is a surprisingly apt description. <laughs> Just make sure you give me credit when you use that yeah. in your write up. When I write it up, yeah. Oh my! Hopefully goodness. that makes it on the DVD jacket. Like, that's all. When I go to movie <laughs> screenings, in the heart yeah. groin. Uh, when I go to movie screens, that's my only goal. Like all I'm thinking about afterwards when they're asking for my comments is what's going to get me on the jacket of the DVD, <laughs> Blu-ray. Punches you right in the heart groin. I think that's. I think that could be that. That could be the winner. Yeah, you know, I I cannot say very much about this movie because I've seen it. So it's a it's a pretty yeah. That's all I'm going to say. It's a pretty, pretty, yeah. Uh, all I'm going to say is that so far your fantasy movie team looks a lot like I would ideally like mine to look. <laughs> all right, Paul, you got you got picks. Um, so I had one, you had two, three, I had four, five, you have six, seven. Six, seven. Okay. Okay, so, man, it seems like you've been, uh, you've been rushing through your picks pretty quickly. I'm gonna. I feel <laughs> too fast for you, Paul. It's a little bit Did fast you, for me. Is my strategy just throwing you off? Okay. I'm over here. I'm over here. You thought I was. That's what threw you off. Yeah. You thought I was going Black Panther was pick number one, and so you didn't think it would fall to you. And then, since you, and your thought was, when, I honestly didn't. when Jake didn't take yeah. him at number one, he, it must not be on his board. <laughs> and then you're like, all well, right, I'm going to let it slide, and I'm going to get some of these other picks in. No, that, actually, that that's absolutely true. <laughs> I thought, okay, so I do this for a living. I know these movies. You know, you're going to be picking. Jake's going to be picking Black Panther. He's going to be picking Incredibles 2, these uh, movies that, uh, you know. You weren't ready for this. I was, I was expecting. And then all of a sudden you launch out with First Man, yeah. and I'm thinking – Oh, that's like a legitimate pick. That's like, <laughs> honest to goodness, a good pick. So what am I going to do? Yeah. No, and Black Panther, of course, was a good pick too. I just, I, but I was expecting right. it to you go number one. You thought that was going number one. Yeah. So, and now I have to sort of change my my draft strategy on the fly. And I think, you know what? I think because of that. Oh man, only five movies. We only get five movies, right? Yeah. So these are my last two picks. Uh, you should have one pick at the end. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. You'll, you'll get to pick Mr. Irrelevant. Or Mrs. <laughs> Irrelevant. This is movie award season. This is the pop culture with Fanboy Know-It-All movie awards, fantasy movie award season draft. So, Boy, this is this is a really tough choice for me. You know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to go Black Klansman. Ooh. All right. Well, so finally you strike against that uh, one of my picks. See, my, my change of plan worked like a charm. Black Klansman is directed by Spike Lee, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. Um, has already been released, has already gotten a ton of buzz. Uh, it is said to be maybe Spike Lee's best movie in the last 15 years or so. Uh, and the other thing is is that it takes place in, in Jake's and my current hometown of Colorado Springs. Yeah. So you can't go wrong with that. Uh, it stars, actually, uh, John David Washington. Yep. Denzel's son. Denzel's son. So, so you know the pedigree there. It has. Uh, it actually has Adam Driver, who's bait. Who's bait? Uh, he's award bait. Alec Baldwin is in it. Um, you have 
who's the guy who plays David Duke? He's really good too. Oh, I always forget his name. He was in uh, that that seventy show. show. Yeah. yeah, I can't remember him, but I mean, he could potentially pick up a nomination too. Yeah. So I think that I think we've got a lock for for directing awards. I think that it's a likely best picture nomination. Uh, I think that you've got some acting awards that are coming along the way. Yeah. I think this is going to be a pretty strong pick. It's a it's a good pick. It was it was next on my board. Um, ha so ha ha! You finally robbed one off me. I had I had a great run through my first three picks, but <laughs> yeah, you finally, got pretty much everything you wanted. Didn't I did. You? So it was about time that you took one from oh, me. Oh, makes me bitter. All okay. right, Paul. All right, this one I Seventh bet pick. you is not going to be on your board. All right, but it is on mine. And it is called Green Book. Nope, not on my board. Yeah, so so we're we're going for a color theme: Black Klansman, uh-huh, uh-huh. Green Book. Uh, this actually is. I don't really know very much about this movie, but it stars Viggo Mortensen. Oh, that guy! That yeah. guy is so good. He is so good. And you know who else it stars? Hmm. Do you know who else it stars? <laughs> I do. I, do. I don't know how to pronounce his first name. <laughs> Mahershala Ali. Oh, that, yeah, Mahershala yeah. Ali, the Moonlight guy. Yeah, and he's tremendous. Luke Cage, season one. Yeah, so good. As, he stole Luke Cage as Cottonmouth. Yeah, Cottonmouth. Brilliant. He was great. So apparently, what what this is 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 it's actually sort of a road trip movie. Uh, a road so, trip movie with Vigo and Mahershala. <laughs> yeah, they, they're packing it in now. So so I Mahershala go sit in line for tickets. He plays this jazz musician who's being chauffeured around the deep south by this this bouncer guy who's played by by Vigo, and so it's it's sort of like this this comic drama, socially aware type of movie that. That sounds like it's going to be pretty fantastic. I'm a big Viggo Mortensen fan. I think that he's really good in almost everything that I see. Even the movies that I hate that he's in, I like him in those hateful movies. Like Eastern Promises. Yeah, exactly. He was really good in that. He was so good. I mean, all of him was in that movie. (laughs) All of him, we saw way more of Viggo Mortensen in that movie. Also, are you really saying Viggo? Viggo. Is it? I'm pretty sure it's Viggo. I don't know. That was like the most white. Bre- yeah, that Vigo. <laughs> yeah, that Vigo. Mountainson. Vigo Mountainson. He's a he's a guy. He's a real he's a real guy. He's a real stuff. You I know? think Vigo, Vigo is just pretentious. Okay. All right. So like saying Target. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, yeah. So I think that it could do pretty well in in a lot of different categories, and I don't think that a lot of people know about it yet because it's not going to be released for a bit. Yeah. Uh, but you know. We'll, we'll see how it does. So so that's my... Okay. So uh, here's the way it says... Oh, see, I think I'm right. About what? How it's going to do? No, no. Viggo Mortensen's pronunciation. Viggo. Viggo? <laughs> Talk about pretentious. No, my name is Viggo. Viggo Mortensen. All right. All right. All right. So it's, it's my picks. <laughs> now, these are my final two picks. Uh... And and this is, man, I'm torn on some of these. I am I am torn on some of these. Like this is where am I thinking noms? Am I thinking wins? Um, but but all that being said, ah, uh, choose oh, Bumblebee. This is choose hard. Bumblebee. Pick Bumblebee. Um, you know, there's one on my board 
there's a I got a I got my dark horses here, right? Right. And I got one that I think is a slam dunk for a win or two, but I'm not sure how many noms it's going to pick up elsewhere. Hmm. <sighs> this is hard. This is hard. Um All right. So, no pressure. Um, no pressure. I think I'm going to go uh with my my fourth pick, but the eighth pick of the draft. I'm going to go with Sorry to bother you. Ooh. Yeah, this one uh I'm I'm hoping this one gets a little bit more buzz as it can right. as we get closer to the Melissa McCarthy season. movie, right? No. No. No, no, no. This is uh this is with Lake Heath Stanfeld and Tessa oh, gotcha. Thompson. Gotcha. Directed by written and directed by Boots Riley. Oh, like based on the experience in his own life. So he's an up and coming, you know, director. Mm-hmm. Like Keith Stanfield, uh, Stanfield, like he's really good. Mm-hmm. Most people, if you if you've ever seen him, you probably saw him in a, a small role in Get Out. Gotcha. So he's got Oscar pedigree. He he played the African American man that was like on the arm of the lady that freaked. That actually says Get Out. Gotcha. And Get Out. Yeah. He was very good in that. He was really good in that, and uh, he and he's been crushing it in Donald Glover's Atlanta. TV series, um, and so sorry to bother you. Is I think I think it's it's supposed to be a pretty unique movie, and mm-hmm. so I think it can get like best original screenplay. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, you know depending uh, depending on how people want to give some credit to an up and coming director, you know Boots Riley wrote and directed it, and I think this is time for Lake Keith to get best actor and Tessa Thompson to get some love. You know after she'd had a great turn in Thor Ragnarok and a couple other places, I think she could get some some love for this too. She feels like she has some definitely some acting chops in her, right? You yeah. know, I think that she could be she could indeed be a strong contender for something or other. Yeah. Um, so then with my final pick, this is where, man, I'm so torn. You know what? Dadgummit. <laughs> my mind says one thing, my heart says another. Yeah. Paul. Isn't that the way it is in these drafts? It really is. It really is. But you know what? I'm, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go out here for this one. You know it's what? your last pick. Why not I'm choose? I'm gonna go out here for this one. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. Yeah, Mortal wow. Engines. You know, this is one we don't like. You've seen a little bit on it, right? 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 And it's gonna be so big from the little bit that you see that it could be a colossal failure. But it's loaded up for the end of the year. Mm-hmm. It's got Fran Walsh. Philippa Boyens, Peter Jackson behind it as writers, mm-hmm. producers. They know how to make big films. And it's got a, a, a young director behind it, or at least, you know, not a particularly well known. So it's somebody with something to prove, you know, they right. got a chip. And I think it's a, and it's gonna be such a big movie because Mortal Engines is basically like this movie about this, you know, post apocalyptic setting where all these cities are on massive engines and like they're mobile right. cities. And so you know the visual effects you are going to be great. Going to be insane. Hugo Weaving's in it. Um, and so, you know. What, Hugo what's, Weaving. What's he going to do? Well, you know, and the thing is, Hugo Weaving, he doesn't star in anything that doesn't make, you know, everything he stars in or appears in makes like $300 million. Yeah. Right? And so, this, and actually, this is this, this, the director, this is his first true feature film. Like, as a director, 
he's mostly done like art department, visual effects, special effects, but for Lord of the Rings and mm. King Kong and the Hobbit movies. So again, this is I think this is going to pull in a lot of those technical type awards, even if the story doesn't land the way I'm hoping it will. I'm really hoping this is going to be an epic fantasy adventure movie. Yeah. That totally blows us away. But even if not, I think this is going to get some technical awards, some visual effects awards. I think it's going to get some, like maybe a best original score. So I'm going to go with uh, wow, go with Dark Horse with my last one, Mortal yeah. Engines. Well, and, and this is sort of the time in the draft where, where I tend to, when I play fantasy football, this is where I tend to go for just the people, you know, who I really want to see do yeah. well. You know, you kind of you kind of root for them. You enjoy watching them on Sundays. And so I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna go with you, Jake. I think I'm gonna go with sort of a, a more heartfelt type of a of a pick here. Let me just mention a couple of movies that I really think are gonna do well. Before that, you announce exactly. the or last pick of the draft. Here's here this these are the movies where the smart money would be on, right? There's a movie called Widows coming out. Mm-hmm. Steve McQueen is directing it. Um, the dead Steve McQueen? Not the dead Steve McQueen, but it also stars Viola Davis, who we know. Oh, come on. Yeah, exactly. One of the best actresses of all time. Exactly. Already. She is she is actually probably my favorite actress of all time. She just she just kills it every single time. Steve McQueen, of course, directed Twelve Years a Slave. And so you've got a lot mm. of Oscar pedigree there. And Dang. so it seems like that would be the smart money. Yeah. Um, um, now I'm like, that's not your pick? <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Let me also throw out a movie that you and I can both watch without spending any money eventually. I'm not even <laughs> sure if it'll necessarily make it to Oscar season, but I think they're targeting it for the Oscar season. Yeah. The Irishman. The Irishman. It is a Netflix movie mm-hmm. directed by Martin Scorsese, starring uh, De Niro. Oh, man. Starring Pacino. Dang. Starving Harvey Keitel. Is this heat? Yeah, no, it, it feels like that. And it feels like this could have definitely some buzz surrounding it. Obviously, it's a very high production thing. Netflix really wants to get into the Oscar game, so they have a, a few movies that are kind of pushing toward that, and this might be the highest profile movie. The other one is a movie called Roma, which is a black and white mm. um, foreign language movie um, by Alfonso Cuaron. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that also has a lot of buzz He's, going for it. He, what did he do before? He did... Gravity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I loved. I loved Gravity. But... All that said, all those really good movies... All those good picks you could have made. I am turning my back to all those great books and choosing instead... Oh, he wrote Children of Men, too. Oh, Children of Men. Alfonso. He wrote it. And he directed Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban, one of the better Harry Potter He's pretty all right. All right, there you go. So I'm going with a movie that actually came out several months ago. Mm. It cost about a dollar twenty-seven to make. It looks like okay. It had you know. It's a very small, very quiet movie that I think might be forgotten. But the performances were just so tremendous that hopefully it'll show up. I think I know what this is. Leave no trace. 
Oh, I didn't know what that was. Ooh, really? <laughs> I thought you were going to say Florida Project. Florida Project was last year. Oh, was that last year? Yeah. These things, yeah. they happen so fast. They do happen so fast. But but actually, there's there's some comparisons to be made between this because they, they both have sort of that very low-key vibe. Leave No Trace has some tremendous, tremendous... It is a really powerful story. In some ways, it reminds me just a little bit of Beautiful Boy, actually, uh, because it, it really involves a... a father and his daughter living off the grid the father is dealing with a lot of sort of mental issues he mm-hmm. uh, he's an old veteran so he's dealing with some some uh, some trauma and he can't really live in society anymore at least he doesn't want to so they live off the grid they are pulled back in and so there's this tension between trying to reacclimate to society but also this tension between the father and the daughter because the daughter you know what she gets a she gets a chance to look at civilization. It's not all bad. There's people there that she actually likes to talk with. There are things that she can do. She loves her dad, but she's not sure if she wants to live out in the woods anymore. And so you have these this tremendous tension between the father and the daughter. The father is played by Ben Foster, who is amazing. I think he should be nominated for a Best Actor Award for sure. The daughter is played by someone named Thomason McKenzie, and she is also fantastic. So this is definitely a heart pick. This is not the smart money pick, but it is a fantastic movie. It's also remarkably clean. This is a movie that I don't have to give a content caveat to at all. Really? No content at all. Wow. Just a really tender relationship between a father and a daughter. And it's likely on DVD, so if you wanted to look look it up, it is definitely worth your time. There you go. Yeah, that's one of those, like, I think just based on what I had heard about it, it sounded like it was definitely like an R-rated film. Yeah, no, it's PG. But it's PG. Yeah. Look at that. Leave no trace, Paul. You know what? I like it. I like the pick. I well, like the pick. I will be regretting it when uh, Black Panther starts racking up all yeah, these nominations. you know. But we'll try it. Well, yeah, we'll give it a go. Again, it, this is a heart pick. And, you know, one of the things about these these... These types of fantasy competitions, whatever they are, it's designed to sort of increase your level of interest, increase your level of entertainment when it comes to watching some of these things unfold. So yeah. why not pick movies that you really like? Right. I mean, it's not all about just pounding Jake into the dirt. No, it's not. But it will be fun pounding Paul into the dirt. <laughs> so like I said, you guys should join us in this. Um, when it gets all down to it, we'll pick a winner. There will be a winner between Paul and I. And there will be a winner out there, you know, we'll we'll give you some sort of award or at least a shout out. You'll get to be on the show in the draft with us next year and maybe we'll send you something cool. So put in your top five picks and, uh, you know, we won't – you know what? You won't beat us because you didn't have the same limitations right. we did. So right. like you could pick all the awesome films I did and then still add Black Klansman in there and just like sweep the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could definitely you could definitely torch us in terms of your final tally. Yeah. But uh torch each other and <laughs> you could win big. <laughs> it's all about torching one another. It's all about really. torching someone. That's what know? we encourage here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm looking forward to this and uh this is going to be fun, Paul. I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited about this already. Award yeah. season, and it's It can't not, come too soon. It's October, early October. So yeah. this is great. Uh, but with that, uh, that concludes the yeah. 2018, the first annual 2018 Pop Culture with Fanboy Know-It-All Fantasy Movie Award Season Draft. Yeah, now we just have to figure out our buys and, you know, 
Yeah, by what if, what if one of these movies gets injur- injured? Yeah, what if there's an injury? Like, what if somebody, what if one of the directors tears his ACL? Yeah, well, Widows is going to be highly sought after on the on the free agency pool, I am sure. That's uh, true, that's true. Um, all right, and now it's time for the most least important thing. Here is the way we love to wrap up every show. It's the most least important thing, the place where we we come in, we chill a little bit, and uh, we say we shoot the breeze. And we say, look at that little feather floating on the breeze. Look at that breeze. That's a massive – that's actually a massive bald eagle. Or, <laughs> or in the distance, we see a bald eagle swooping in and only to discover that it's a fly. It's just a little – Or yeah. a, mos- a mosquito. A mosquito. A mosquito. <laughs> a gnat. A fruit a fruit fly. Paul. Which are really cute, actually. Have you ever looked at a fruit fly up close? No. They're really they're – really, I have never looked at any bug insects. up close and thought they were cute except for ladybugs. <laughs> ladybugs are kind of – You know what? Pill bugs. Pill bugs are all. Oh, pill bugs are the Those, greatest. They're, they're pretty great. Yeah, they're, they're all right. Awesome. So I take it back. There, there have been. So no, I've never looked that close at a fruit fly though. Yeah, have you? Uh, you, you tickle a little pill bug. It's so cute. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> And with those pleasant thoughts, <laughs> yeah, Paul, what do you got for us? Okay. So just to go along with our themes of potential awards-winning films, mm-hmm. I wanted to let you guys know about a, a documentary that I've seen. I've seen a lot of documentaries for some reason this year. That's your thing, man. It's my thing. Just do it. Won't You Be My Neighbor was a great movie that I told you about many, many, many months ago. If that doesn't win Best Documentary at the oh, Oscars, yeah. and I, it, think we, I think we burn we, – we just burn the, burn the whole thing in down. the court of public opinion. Just burn the whole yeah. thing down. Well, I have to say that I found a contender. Okay. National Geographic's Science Fair. Huh. It Science is, Fair. Yeah. So I'll give you a little background on this. I actually saw this movie the day after I saw this other movie <laughs> called Assassination Nation, which mm. obviously didn't make it on any of our lists because no. it's a really harsh, really terrible movie that makes you think that life is just horrible and youth today is terrible and mm. we're all going to die street youths yeah <laughs> yeah and i think that there's a lot of angst kind of in the world about the state of how things are going old people like me they say <laughs> oh these millennials these gen zers they don't know what they're doing they're so lazy science fair is like the antidote to all your your societal angst all right it is a wonderful movie. It focuses on maybe seven or eight kids who go to the science fair. They're they're these science geeks. Yeah. All delightfully likable people. All just super nice, super smart, like like Tony Stark level smart. Yeah. They're where most of us like when I was doing science fair, which I hated, <laughs> I was dropping pennies in like soda to see, you know, whether they would corrode exactly you know just stupid stuff like that 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 most of us do these kids are actually they're looking at how to cure zika they're looking at how to feed people they're looking for how to detect heart arrhythmias um all these actual things that help people when they're 16 17 there's one kid here who's 14 years old Got That's a, awesome. Yeah, and, and so you have these people who are really passionate about what they do. Uh, they're really excited. 
Some of them come from these very affluent homes. Some of them come from nothing. There's a girl that we follow from Brazil who, who uh, you know, her teachers, her teachers actually say most of the kids around here, um, they're like houseplants where they sort of die from lack of attention. But you have these kids who sort of transcend their circumstances to do these amazing things, do these amazing um, experiments that can really benefit the world in 10 to 15 years down the down the road, if that long. Right. Um, there, it, it is just a remarkable movie, very sweet, kind of funny, and you walk away from it feeling just a little bit better about the state of the world because like, you think kids this, are all right. is, this is the future then I think we're in good hands yeah well um, I'm going to bring everybody down a little bit oh like I okay so recently I was at Story it's a conference called Story right run by a Story Gathering it's in Nashville it's fantastic lots of amazing things and I've been trying to think I mean for me I was just there a couple of days ago and I've been trying to think, what amazing thing do I want to share? Like, you know, is it the presentation by Don Hahn, the producer behind Beauty and the Beast and The Lion King and Emperor's New Groove and Disney documentaries? Or is it uh, the director of a couple of episodes of Chef's Table, the Netflix documentary series where they profile these chefs, where she was talking about uh, this new one that's coming out. It's actually out right now. You can go see it about this chef in Philadelphia who at one point crossed – the desert to make a better life for her child, you know, and is like one of the best chefs in the world and like a lot of really cool things. But on my way back from story, Paul, on the plane back, something happened that became my new least, most, most least important thing. Hmm. Um, this was the eagle through the window. Yeah, this was the eagle through the window. I'm sitting there. I'm like, yeah, I need to catch up on Luke Cage. All right. I downloaded some episodes of Luke Cage because I am behind. Yeah. Right? What else would you do on the plane? Yeah. Read? What are you supposed to do? So uh, uh, I, I, I pop in my headphones and I pop up uh, uh, my iPad and I'm watching Luke Cage and I happen to glance at the iPad next to me. And I'm like, is that what I think it is? And I'm flying home on the first day of fall. It's the first day of fall, people. And I look over and I'm like, I – Please tell me that's not the film I think it is. The woman next to me on the plane was watching A Christmas Prince. <laughs> yeah, you guys remember the Netflix original that's like yeah. took all Hallmark and just made the most syrupy, fluffy, like nothing burger of a holiday romance movie? Put it out there last holiday season and then shamed a bunch of people for watching it. Do you remember this? Like Netflix tweeted a couple of weeks after they released it. and They're like, hey, to the 54 people who have watched A Christmas Prince every single day for the last 17 days, who hurt you? <laughs> Because it's that, like, it's that schmaltzy, syrupy, dumb of a Hallmark, you know, ripoff. And she's watching it on the first day of fall. And not even, like, accidentally I stumbled across this. She had to, she premeditated this. Yeah. She had to download it to her iPad to watch on the plane. (laughs) And I was horrified. (laughs) So, like, I'm like, this, I'm sitting next to a legitimate serial killer. Now, (laughs) I might get murdered. Now, yeah, you're going to get murdered by a watcher of Christmas Prince. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let let me just... A watcher of Christmas Prince on the first day of fall, Paul. Let's just take a step back here, and let's note that you seem to know an awful lot about a Christmas Prince. You know what it looks like just from a glance. You know exactly what it contains, 
I'm wondering whether you might be secretly a Christmas Prince fan. I've never seen it. The reason I know about it is because of the way it blew. It went viral when Netflix tweeted that. How did you know from just a glance that because, it was? Because you, they have a look, you know? <laughs> right? Like these movies have a look. And she's in this ridiculous palace, and it's like you know this this girl that's supposed to be average but isn't average, and you know then there's these people in ridiculous outfits because she's in a she's in a castle in mo- in the modern world, and I was like, I and and I had seen images from it, stills from it, like sure. I had seen the trailer sure, for it, yeah, but I've not seen the movie sure. itself, so maybe it's maybe it's better than I think, but all the reviews tell me it's exactly what I think it is. <laughs> But this is the worst part. This is okay. okay so right, I was like, right. "That's bad enough." Okay. But I survived. I didn't get murdered on the way back to my. Did car. Did she look like a normal person? Did you she, talk with her? I did not. I was afraid. No, okay. I was legitimately afraid. All right. No, I wasn't actually afraid. But she had her headphones in. I wasn't going to be like, "Hey, weirdo." Is that the Christmas Prince? Can I watch it with can you? I watch, you? Can I have one earbud? Could I? Should I watch this <laughs> instead of making prejudgments on this movie that I know nothing about? But I, I get out of the plane. I'm like, I got to tweet about this. I got to tweet. <laughs> about this and so i tweeted is it morally acceptable to watch netflix's a christmas prince on the first day of fall asking for the serial killer doing exactly that in the seat next to me on the plane right now <laughs> and then i put up a poll and paul 69 percent of people think it's fine to watch a christmas prince on the first day of fall 46% just said straight up yes 23% said they would do my eulogy for being a snitch <laughs> which means they're all on board with this Christmas Prince thing, which means fully seven out of ten of my followers, or at least those that responded to this poll, yeah. are serial killers. Well, Paul, I'm afraid you know, for my life now. Yeah, I, I, I have way too many followers who are serial killers. I think that I think that speaks to yes, just your discernment of people. You know, I can't choose that. I can't choose who follows me. Yeah, well. Maybe maybe it says something about the people who are attracted to you in right. terms of like your Twitter feed. Yeah. They're all just, just killers. Yeah, what is it about my what is it about my Twitter account yeah. that attracts it's, serial killers? It is interesting because I follow you, Jake, and now that I think about it I have <laughs> sudden urges to harm that I never really did before. And to watch a Christmas print. And to watch a Christmas print. You're gonna yeah, go home now, and watch it tonight, aren't you? You know what? You and Wendy. That may be <laughs> So a few months ago, Jake and I got a few people together. We watched we we tend to like watching old bad movies. Yeah. Troll Two, we watched. It we was did. fun. I'm wondering whether the next one should be a Christmas Prince. It totally could be. Mm. It totally could be. But that is a fantastic segue. Because it's actually time to announce a brand new segment on this show. Oh yeah. In addition to our fantasy football draft, which was brand new, we're actually bringing you Actually, based on this movie screening that we did with all these f- pals right. at Paul's house, it was like Paul and I were talking and it was like, you know what? We like bad movies. We like we bad movies. We enjoy laughing at bad movies. Bad movies are great. We enjoy ironically. talking about bad movies. Yes. But we don't get enough opportunity to watch bad movies because there's so many good movies out there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, i got to catch up on the good movies. That it, it can be hard to justify the bad movies sometimes. Right. Also, it can be hard – and actually this might be the more important part. It's hard to find Correct. bad movies. Because for some reason people like to push good movies at you. Yeah. Or, and hide the bad movies, yeah. which seems – for bad movie lovers, that's not 
that's not good. It's not fair. But also, and here's the other problem, is that when – like some bad movies are just bad movies. And <laughs> yeah. so there's no enjoyment. <laughs> yeah, no. It, like it's a special movie to be so bad that it's good. Exactly. And funny. Exactly. And so that's why we're launching this new segment, which is the best of the worst or so bad that they're good, so bad that it hurts so good. In fact, <laughs> the segment is going to be called Hurts So Good. <laughs> And Paul and I <laughs> see this. This right here explains a lot of your Twitter feed. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I get serial yeah. killer followers. You're like, hurt so good, huh? Um, it's called hurt so good. And Paul and I are going to do the hard work of trying to find the best of the worst movies Correct. on Netflix and Amazon Prime. We are going to be looking for movies that are really bad. But are still a hoot to watch anyway. Yeah, so now bad we're gonna, good. Yeah, we're going to run into, I think, some bad movies that are just plain bad. And right. then we'll just whine about those. And we'll let you know. Like, right. we're doing you a service. We're going here so that you guys can know what are the best free movies that I can stream right now that are terrible. Right. And so terrible that they're amazing. And so to kick that off, we're actually going to be kicking this off on the next episode, and I've got a pick for you, Paul. Paul doesn't know what this is yet. I don't know what this is. But I've, I've, done, I've done a little bit of scouting, and so the first pick for us, Paul, that we're going to be talking about on the next episode, to let our audience know if, it's, if it hurts so good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That title may need a little work. But anyway. <laughs> it's, I think I could win for best title writing. <laughs> yeah. An Oscar yeah. for it. Uh, okay, delusional. Okay, anyway. <laughs> uh, it's This one's coming off of Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Okay. You guys can watch this for free along with us. If I, you have I, Amazon Prime. If you have Amazon Prime. I don't think there's going to be any content caveats with this one, Paul, because it's called Sunday School Musical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. It's got a whopping two and a half out of ten on IMDb. <laughs> All right. And uh, I think it's going to be fantastic. Sunday School Musical. Because, you know, High School Musical, those were, that was a quality series. It, All, it in was. its own right. <laughs> uh, you know, no, it, it's not. Uh, they're not good movies. They have, they have a good cult appeal. No, they're, they're entertaining. They, I watched yeah. a few of them. I reviewed a few of them. And they're better than I thought they were yeah. going to be, for sure. Right. But they're still, you know, Disney cheesy, Channel original yeah, exactly. cheesy movies. So exactly. what could be better than... Christians trying to <laughs> knock off a cheesy movie, a it cheesy really, Disney Channel original movie. It really does say a lot about a lot of things <laughs> that this movie exists. You know, <laughs> so Sunday school musical where we don't go to school and it's not Sunday. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. I don't know what to expect here. I'm excited. That to watch may be this better one. than the movie itself, <laughs> right there. So, uh, Sunday School Musical. I'm super excited to introduce this this series and to kick it off with this movie. Okay, so so since we're we're opening, do you up have this Amazon Prime? Yes, I okay, do. good. So <laughs> I didn't even ask. We talked <laughs> about we talked about this segment, but I I totally forgot to ask. Like, oh hey, do you have by the Amazon way, Prime? By the way, so so since this is a new segment. Do I get to pick the next movie then? Yes. All right. Unless you don't want to. I'll have some backups. Okay. But, but yeah, I, I, that, that's the goal is that we'll take turns scouring the deep queue of right. Netflix and Amazon Prime to find the, the ones that hurt so good. Well, I'm, I'm kind of excited about it. I'm, I don't know if I'm excited about this movie, <laughs> but I'm excited about this segment. I'm excited to see how bad this movie is. I'm hoping that it's so bad that it's amazing. <laughs> we'll see. We may be we may be singing show tunes the next time you hear us. So 
We'll see. Thanks for joining us. Uh, as always, you can catch up with us on the Twitter. I'm at Jake underscore Roberson. I'm at AC Paul. Please don't murder me. But until <laughs> next time, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Bye. Bye.